0: Welcome to the Faith Fit Podcast. Hey, Chris. Yeah? Something feels different. Uh, You know, I was thinking the same
1: thing, but I'm really not sure what it is. Is it something new in the air?
0: Yeah, did you finally wash the soles of your Nike Metcons?
1: No, I, I just bought some new ones.
0: Oh. Uh did that guy from Bro Science finally get a face tattoo like we all knew I, was coming? I have no idea who that is. Oh man. <laughs> you count yourself fortunate. Did you have beans? Uh I
1: did, but you would uh you would know there's something different in the air. <laughs> if you true. know what I mean.
0: That is very true. That is very true. Wait. It's, it's almost, almost 2021. 20. 20. <laughs> Welcome back, Brothers of the Blessed Barbell and Saintly Squatting Sisters, to a brand new episode for a brand new year. We're excited to once again pump you full of gains and God's glory. You're listening to the Faith Fit Podcast. Swole Samaritan Chris, would you like to lead us in a warm-up prayer before we get sweaty in the spirit? Absolutely. Um, Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time. And uh,
1: we bless the conversation that we're going to have tonight. Um, We pray for wisdom as we go through your word. And that we're able to uh, continue to learn more about you during this time. And as always, have fun doing it, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. All right. So uh, we just had Christmas. So how was yours?
1: It was great. I uh I got a Lego Statue of Liberty. I'm pretty excited about that.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> see, see, whenever I get Lego stuff, it's usually like the Millennium Falcon or, you know, s- some like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom setup, or, you know, something something kooky like that. So it's very cool that you have uh, much more grounded architectural endeavors. Yeah, for, six, for your 16,
1: 1,600 pieces. So Woo! my sister, sister's got it for me. I'm pretty excited about it. Like, uh, you know, going back to my... 14, 15-year-old years.
0: I never left those years, so I totally me, get it. Totally. Me neither. I'm still there. So that's, why, <laughs> that's why I got Legos for Christmas. <laughs> very, true, very true. I do want to apologize to uh, our listeners that we didn't have a Christmas episode. It was a little bit of a difficult season for me. We had planned on it Uh, I had to fly back home in regard to certain situations. If you've listened to our previous episodes, you kind of know what life circumstances have hit me here in the past few months. So I was not really in a good mental scape to have one, even though we did have one planned, which we will absolutely be super pumped to do next year. Uh, Big kudos to Chris for putting that together. But yeah, so, uh, you know, my Christmas was good. It was a little bit, uh, you know, as good as good can be per, you know, what life's thrown at me here recently. So, yeah, especially with COVID too. I know a lot of people spent time at home,
1: and that's what we ended up doing too. I mean, it's it's just tough to be able to see all your loved ones when yeah uh, everything's uh, shut down. So
0: yeah, and you know, with with everything uh, you know being shut down and it being really hard to see your loved ones, and when tragedy strikes certain families and stuff, the one thing I can say that comes out of it, nothing's a positive or a benefit from that, but I will say. It makes you really have to focus on what Christmas is all about. And for me this year, I've never focused so hard on just Jesus and uh, during a Christmas season. So I count that as a positive and a blessing. and yeah. uh, you know it's always good to pick those things out even when you don't think they're there. So yeah, absolutely. yeah,, uh, so I guess we're gonna transition over into our strength through Scripture. Ah, uh, strength through Scripture! Uh, which today is the story of Nicodemus and all about being born again in the Spirit. So just for context to everyone listening out there, we are going to read from John chapter 3, and it was uh, during Jesus' ministry. So if you have a Bible or a Bible app, feel free to tune in, and uh, we will start with uh, verse 1 and 2. We're going to be going through 15 today. So, there was a man of the Pharisee sect, Nicodemus, a prominent leader among the Jews. Late one night he visited Jesus and said, Rabbi, we all know you're a teacher straight from God. No one could do all the God-pointing, God-revealing acts you do if God weren't on it, in on it. Jesus said, You're absolutely right. Take it from me. Unless a person is born from above, it's not possible to see what I'm pointing to, to God's kingdom. How can anyone, said Nicodemus, be born who has already been born and grown up? You can't re-enter your mother's womb and be born again. What are you saying with this born-from-above talk? Jesus said you're not listening let me say it again unless a person submits to this original creation the wind hovering over the water creation the invisible moving the invisible a baptism into a new life it's it's not possible to enter God's kingdom when you look at a baby it's just that a body you can look at and touch but the person who takes shape within is formed by something you can't see and touch the spirit and becomes a living spirit so don't be surprised when I tell you that you have to be born from above or out of this world, so to speak. You know well enough how the wind blows this way and that. You hear it rustling through the trees, but you have no idea where it comes from or where it's headed next. That's the way it is with everyone, born from above, by the wind of God, the Spirit of God. Nicodemus asked, what do you mean by this? How does this happen? Jesus said, you're a respected teacher of Israel, and you don't know these basics? Listen carefully. I'm speaking sober truth to you. I speak only of what I know by experience. I give witness only to what I have seen with my own eyes. There is nothing secondhand here, no hearsay. Yet instead of facing the evidence and accepting it, you procrastinate with questions. If I tell you things that are plain as the hand before your face and you don't believe me, what is the use there in telling you of these things you can't see, the things of God? No one has ever gone up into the presence of God except the one who came down from that presence, the Son of Man. In the same way that Moses lifted the serpent in the desert, So people could have something to see and believe it is necessary for the son of man to be lifted up and everyone who looks up to him trusting and expectant will gain a new uh, real life, eternal life. Mm. Chris, how are we going to break that down?
1: Well, I think it's a pretty cool story about um, essentially uh, a Pharisee who came to Jesus at night to ask him questions. Yeah. And Jesus' analogies are, I feel like sometimes for even someone like myself or someone like a Pharisee, like it's got to be hard to understand that. You know, yeah. he's he's talking in, he's not talking in a realistic way. He's saying, you know, like to be born again. Um, where's the verse on this?
0: It even correlates to, you know, while, while you're looking up that verse, it even correlates to like, you know, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. You know, it must have been extremely hard to relay all the knowledge and things that he needed to relay to us because his understanding is so much greater. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of, you can tell in the way he talks too. You know, it's unbelievable the amount of knowledge that he gave us in only 30 short years of him being on. Was it 30, 33, 33, right? Yeah. He was, I believe 30 when he started his ministry and 33. when He was crucified. Yeah. So awesome. So awesome. Yeah. I, I love that it, this, the whole, the whole point of this whole message here is stressing the importance of being born again in mm-hmm. order to enter the kingdom of God, so and a lot, you know, a lot of religion, I think, some sometimes you know puts brushes that under the table and then goes for the whole works thing. And yeah. works, you know, works are good, but it's all about faith and a relationship at the end of the day. It really is. It's
1: uh, I think that um, you know I like to say like religion is dead. I, I don't believe in religion or anything of that nature. I think that it's a relationship. You have to focus on a relationship with the Lord. Um, if you're focused on works and that getting to heaven and and doing the right thing every day, it's you're always going to fall short and you're always going to feel guilty. Yeah. It's just not, it's not the way to live um, with the Lord. And I mean, in this to what I was trying to say before, when he was born again, it's it's Nicodemus like took it so literally. Yeah, right? yeah. He's, he's like, well, how can you like, you know, shove a baby back into a woman's womb? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That would be definitely an interesting sight, I'll say that. You know, I just wonder if Jesus is like, this guy is an idiot, you know? <laughs> he's, he probably had some eye rolls. I don't know if that would be against his nature or not, but I mean, I'd probably have some eye rolls. Yeah, but he's he's talking, obviously, in a metaphor to help us understand
1: that, you know, when we do put our faith in Jesus and we do have the Holy Spirit in us, we are born again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know our hearts are born again, and it's a cool, it's a cool metaphor. But it's just interesting how he doesn't like. <clears throat> it's just like he's completely blind to what Jesus is saying.
0: Yeah, it is. It's very true, and you know, it is a perfect message to give today in light of the new year coming upon us. I thought it was one reason why I chose this to talk about uh, as our first episode back after a few weeks, because you know, new year, it's a new you when you're when you're finally born again, and I thought it'd be really cool to kind of talk about the transition from being a baby a baby born again believer. Wow, well, that's a lot of bees. Baby born again believer. Say that three yeah. times fast. It's kind of <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of what I am. You know, I I do have a Christian background and I believe I was saved at an early age but but my growth stopped and I never mm. So now I'm picking up where I left off, picking up my cross again and it's uh it's a whole, you know, it's a journey. And and I see people like you, you know, I have some really respected friends that are you know, very endowed with lots of knowledge and, and are very mature in the spirit. And it's it's really cool to have those goals to aspire to. And that's what a new year is. It's all about resolutions and aspiring to be something else or something new and greater. Yeah, absolutely. And too,
1: you know, with with me, I I look at my past too as well. It's like, yeah, you know, I I spent a lot of time going to church when I was younger and trying to do the right things. But at that point in my life, it was a religion to me and it was, yeah, I really followed what my parents told me to do. It's just cause I was trying to be respectful, but it, my faith wasn't my own. And as I reflected upon when I was like a younger man, I, I don't ever believe I was truly saved until I was like after college to where I truly understood what the Lord had done and follow and what following him meant. And, um, <clears throat> the the good thing about that is when I did become like a true follower, I had a lot of knowledge that made more sense. Yeah. So sure. it's like all that stuff that I had stored up for such a long time. It's actually funny. I got baptized twice. What? They missed some, miss some spots the first time.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> they didn't get behind your ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's what actually, what I told my pastor when I, I got baptized the second time. But the first time I felt that I just did it because I had to. Yeah. It wasn't a change of heart. And, um, I got baptized, I believe, two years ago in August at a, a church called Crosspoint Church here, which I currently go to right now. And I just remember being in a baptism service, and I was um, <clears throat> I was actually volunteering at the time and just feeling this pull towards, like, I, I want to get baptized again because this is my choice. This yeah. is my relationship. I've been born again, and I know what that means right now. And I, I did, and I— at, at you know, 30 years yeah. old, I I got I'll call it rebaptized, but for me it was a big period in my life where I have chosen Jesus and I chose that relationship with God, and from there I'm just it's just continued sanctification, right, and it's just continued growth continued growth um, with Jesus. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting journey. And uh, I'd love to say that I'm a wise guy, but I'm really not. I just, uh, I just always have my eyes on, on Jesus. And I mess up a lot too, as well. A lot more than I like to admit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we're all human. And just having your eyes on Jesus at the end of the day is pretty much, you know, all he looks for, I think, you know? Yeah. So I think that's, that's the whole meat and potatoes, the whole thing. You know, like I said, I was born I, mean, I think since you shared your back, background I was uh when I first got saved I believe I was 17 or 18. I know I was on a uh I was I was at a Bible camp or like a Bible summer camp mm-hmm. with actually went with my ex. My ex invited me. So uh I'll always be thankful to her for that. Um but you know regardless, you know, I had a profound experience and I came back and I was super excited, told, you know, my dad, my stepmom and was just on fire. And it lasted all summer long. And, you know, it was kind of that honeymoon thing. And then once, you know, because it was right before college, I remember that it was like 18 years old. So it was right before my freshman year of college. And of course, when that happens, you know, that's when the big falling away happened for me.
1: Um, Same,
0: same college was a big
1: falling away. It was. I was trying to follow the set of rules and I was doing a pretty good job, but I had a lot of accountability. But once I was by myself and doing my own thing, I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, yeah. I was, uh, um, I was a creaster, you know, I was a Christmas and Easter Christmas goer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> creaster. That's a great, ana- oh my God. That's, that sums up exactly what I've been for the past, uh, you know, 10 years that, I mean, that's wow. <laughs> uh. That's really, that's really clever. <laughs> uh, uh, man. All right. Well, uh, so, so we've been able to share a little bit about both. It was really cool to kind of hear your background and be able to share, you know, what I had uh, in my life. So I think now we should just move on to the life con. After
1: one week with me and my dojo, you'll be prepared to defend yourself with the strength of a grizzly. The reflexes of a cuba. And the wisdom of a man
0: born again because we can get born again via barbell here we go <laughs> and for those listening you, you can't be born again through a barbell it has to be jesus just yeah. just you know just in case that person out there is taking it literally like going oh man you a barbell i've got a barbell yeah, so. they're, they're nicodemus <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> listen here nicodemus right, so first i thought i'd google hmm. what a new year's resolution is i was just kind of curious to see what the internet had to say about this and According to the internet, I believe it's, uh, I don't know if it was Webster's, it was basically the first thing that came up. So, is a tradition in which a person resolves to continue good practices, change an undesired trait or behavior to accomplish a personal goal or otherwise improve their life. So, exactly what you would imagine a New Year's resolution to be. Then I thought we could kind of go over and discuss typical gym-based New Year's resolutions, and there were three that came to mind for me uh, (laughs) that I thought would be pretty funny to talk about and break them down and... You know what are the best ways to achieve those goals? What are the problems with having goals like this? So, uh, so I'll just get into them. First one was shred weight and uh, make it to less than ten percent body fat. You know, everyone (laughs) everyone wants to do that. Uh, Finally, see the the,
1: abs, right? Just see them abs. abs.
0: Get that, uh, you know, iron iron those shirts on your on your stomach. You know,
1: usually you'll see those other like, oh, I want to get to one fifty five. I'm like, man, you know, you'll be at negative percent body weight if
0: you get a percentage.
1: Exactly. Body, Matt, if you get to that point, like you gotta, you
0: gotta understand your body type. Exactly. That's very true. That's very true. Uh, finally, hit that three plate bench press, three fifteen, baby. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh. Okay.
1: Sorry, bench. Really I want that though. I want that.
0: Man, you you would have it in a heartbeat if you just dedicated a little time to it. You got that exact build that I think you could definitely get that going. Uh, and then the third one was get the most ring muscle ups in this year's CrossFit Open. <laughs> 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 so very so there's some very husky goals there some yeah. very uh very very big goals you know so what are some problems with these goals i wanted to talk about maybe you know they they're those are sound great you know you look at them and you're like wow those would all be super awesome but you know while those while they're good goals and they may look great they are unrealistic to achieve immediately and as humans we want to accomplish the things we set our mind to as quickly as possible especially in today's day it's all about that instant gratification, True. you know. So, uh, and this is kind of contrary to what we uh, see in the Bible. Patience is a virtue taught consistently throughout the Scripture. The Israelites uh, had to wander for forty years in the desert, I believe, before entering the Promised Land. So, you know, there's similar stories like that through all throughout the Word. Um, you know, I'm sure we could rattle off a bunch of them, but you know. But one of the one of my favorite verses on patience is, "Whoever is patient has great understanding, but one who is quick-tempered displays folly." And that's Proverbs fourteen twenty-nine. So, uh, all of all about practicing patience when it comes to these New Year's resolution goals. Um, but although we can't expect to see results like the ones I mentioned above, uh, the, like the second week after we declare those resolutions, we can aspire to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so uh and in terms of aspirations another notable bible verse is proverbs 21, five. the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty so that being said we should all take a hard and serious look at the phrase there's only one way to eat an elephant one bite at a time or there's only one way to drink your protein one sip at a time i guess you could chug it but that would probably cause indigestion therefore my point still stands
1: so I'll chug it every time chug yeah i know
0: You've always been a protein chugger, I can tell. That's, that's how you. That's how you end up with uh, tree trunk legs, which I'm that's not bigger. quite sure. You know, that's just um, that's just a gift. That's uh, that's a gift. Uh, it's definitely a gift. I'm very jealous. I got a little. I got a little. <laughs> I got a little peacock legs, and you got you got big massive brontosaurus legs. Not you fun. know. You know. I would say
1: though, finding genes is a life problem, forever.
0: <laughs> yeah. I could say that. I'd bet to say you're probably boot cut. You're extra thick, round circumference boot cut. <laughs> it's I
1: can't. It's I can't tell you how terrible it is to try to find jeans. Number one, it looks like my jeans are painted on for most of the jeans that I <laughs> find. I mean, there's a point where it looks like somebody's actually projecting jeans onto my body. Is how you can see every single little nook and crevice. <laughs> You know,
0: Women, women strive for that. So, I mean, yeah, you got well, that I, going
1: for you. That's a that is is not something that uh, it's a gift and
0: a curse. I understand. <laughs> I understand. But uh, you know, so back to what we were talking about is instead of trying to become Mister Olympia overnight, we should make uh, smaller sub goals over mm-hmm. the course of the few weeks that we can eventually uh, that will eventually like bring us to our desired end game whatever Let's our do. results that we want to see. You know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's. And stuff like that. It's making achievable goals because I think that a lot of resolutions are things that you want to fix. You're like, hey, I want to lose thirty pounds, but you put no plan in place. Yes. Yeah. So the sub goals are where it comes. I used to always tell people, you know, plan the work and work the plan. If you're Ooh. gonna make a plan, right? Yeah. If you're gonna make a plan, um, you got to plan the work, right? So then we got to figure out what we're gonna do for those sub goals in order to achieve what you want. And then when you do that, work the plan. Like that's, if that's you, so good.
0: Paper, you may have to text me see. that later. I want to be able to save that and maybe make that into a cool little inspirational wallpaper or something.
1: Yeah. I like absolutely I love, I love it. and it you know, with goals, with setting goals as, as we're talking about this, it's also just finding smart goals. You know, are we are we saying I want to snatch 315 pounds? Is that a smart goal? Is that in line with you know? Ask yourself the questions. Is that in line with my my life goals? Is that in line with what I want to do in CrossFit? Is that yeah. something that I even want to aspire to? Because if you're snatching two three hundred fifteen pounds, you're a beast, that's, and that's you have to spend a lot of time getting to that point. So you got to understand and be specific. Obviously, be specific with your goals. But also have a why behind your goals because yeah. if there if there's no why, if you're just I want to get shredded, well, one, that's not specific. So how do you know when you're shredded when you're three percent body fat and you eat a piece of lettuce every day? or <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, Daniel.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the
0: Daniel fast. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, or are you saying I want to get to twelve percent body fat, you know, I want to lower my b- blood pressure? Um, I want to get off my blood pressure medication. I um I want to feel better, I want to think clearer, you know, some of those stuff aren't as specific, but you have the why behind the 12% body fat. So it's it's really being smart with those goals. And also having, like you just said, and tying into having a lot of those sub goals, because you, you know, if you're gonna you're gonna walk you know, if you're going to walk 480 miles, you only can do about 15 miles a day. So the sub-goals, okay, I want to get to this town this day. I want to get to this town the next day. Like, you know, it's it, – it, You got to walk it,
0: before you can run, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But the sub-goals are huge because it's it's making sure that you have achievable sub-goals that you can still feel like you accomplished. Um, yeah. So that if, you, let's say, you get 80% of the weight and you get to 14% body fat but you never got to 12% body fat – you feel like a failure because you never achieved exactly. a goal. But if you got exactly. through 90% of your sub goals and you had
0: you it's know, a mental three weeks, game.
1: yeah, it's and you had three weeks where you're on vacation and you didn't see something coming up, you you have all these wins. You go, you know what? I did great. And I really, really worked hard to get to this point And I'm still going to continue to focus on this. But yeah, um, I like, I like the, I think the sub goals is a, is a really good um, idea. idea Resolution And to
0: keep, to keep breaking down those sub goals, we can go through those three examples we we uh, you know we talked about above. Uh, you know, we can try try something along these lines instead of the ones before mentioned. Rather than swearing an oath to transform your body like Christian Bale does for an action movie, <laughs> you know, you can try first to make those small changes in your your nutrition and workout regimen, kind of like what you've already highlighted. You know, they can be small at first. Be sure to increase in the weeks ahead in order to avoid plateau, which is a huge thing that I've experienced in my life. Where I'm like, oh my gosh. Nothing's changing. My body's the same. Uh, so they can be things like eat more vegetables, uh, pick only one day to eat out, cut out the beer, and go for a whiskey and zero calorie soda mix instead. Work out four to six times a week instead of two or three. It's all about <laughs> mitigating those things and finding what works for you. So, uh, so for the next one we talked about, you know, bench pressing. I get really excited about bench pressing. I, I know you do. That's your so, favorite movement. <laughs> it's the best. So, rather than pump out reps of 315, like Leonidas bouncing Persians off his chest, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, you can try to increase your barbell load by 5 to 10 pounds each week. No need to reinvent the wheel or here, give yourself an unnecessary back spasm or a rotator cuff tear. You know, if you currently have a bench press max of, say, 205, then simply work up to that and then go for 210, 215. Then the next week, attempt 220, 225. Keep this pattern going until you've gotten at least close to your goal and again, don't allow yourself 315 was just an example because that was always my goal. It was like, oh, three plates, three plates, three plates. <laughs> but you know, be realistic. You know, if, if yeah. you're if you're if you're bench pressing 95 pounds, you know, don't 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 be a dummy. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. But you know, and this and this example can be followed for any power or Olympic lift, you know, whether it's deadlifting, cleaning, snatching, you know, all the things. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh and then uh <laughs> Uh, to address the point of the um, you know getting the most ring muscle ups in the gym and the crossfit open uh, you know rather than go full tarzan mode in an open workout when the idea of doing one strict pull up seems otherworldly you might want to check your uh, your perspectives you know <laughs> you know <what> i mean <laughs> try to master being able to lift your body weight to the bar and at least 3 to 5 strict pull ups before you know going donkey kong Achievable, uh, goals. Achievable, achievable goals. Achievable goals. Exactly. Exactly. You know, once that's been accomplished, you can try moving on to another progression. You know, with pull-ups, it's kipping pull-ups, then kipping chest-to-bar pull-ups, and then on to bar mu- barbell. I said barbell muscle-ups. <laughs> bar muscle-ups, which are my, in my opinion, a lot easier. And I would learn those before ring muscle-ups. I don't know how you feel about that, but yeah, I agree with that. Bar they're just easier.
1: Ring muscle-ups. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and you know, there's there's tons of prog- progressions for both versions of you know the muscle up, whether it's bar or ring, uh, you know. So we won't get into that because that's not the point. Uh, you know, we're talking about resolutions, but not not muscle ups. I get a little carried away with that too. But a <laughs> quick a quick Google search, you know, can take care of you, or even better, ask a coach. No doubt, they'd be happy to help uh, and get you from A to B. By taking those steps, you'll be able to build upon a singular skill. In this case, pull ups. And you'll also be building strength and stamina, and ensuring safety while you do so, rather than going from one thing and then going to the absolute maximum. You know, elite skill. No. You know, you, yeah. you can't just go from one. I mean, Char- Charmander didn't just turn into Charizard. There was a there was a Charmeleon, in, I think was his name. Was it? Yeah, Char- Char- Charmeleon. Charmeleon. Yeah. yeah, wow, that's dating yeah. us, man. Holy. Man, I know. Hey, that was actually a pretty good yeah. little uh, example there. I thought
1: <laughs> that was. I mean, let's let's think. Who else we got? We got Pikachu, Raichu. We've got.
0: <laughs> but right, we just go through the all hundred fifty. Squirtle. You
1: know? Uh, he goes to War
0: Turtle. What's yeah. the one in between? That, that's it? right, War Turtle, and then Blastoise. Blastoise, yeah, 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 yeah. But I always thought War Turtle. War Turtle was. I was like, that's pretty cool. That's a good little transition. Yeah,
1: out. yeah, I like him.
0: But I always feel bad for those little middlings because it's like, man, they, they're just like the, the ones that are in passing. They're like, oh, I know. Yeah. I'm not there yet. I know. But anyways, enough on Pokemon <laughs> and muscle ups. <laughs> sidebar. <laughs> sidebar. Sidebar. Now we can just get into you know our New Year's resolutions. And uh, I'll let you go into it because I just talked a ton. I'll tell you, let, let you tell the world what you're aspiring to, and then I'll go to mine. Well, um,
1: Like I said earlier, I'll sum up what I'm going to do because I write my goals um, after I go. Like What I do is I I either go on a hike and I'm by myself or I go camping by myself. Um, Just time to reflect on what I want 2021 to look like. So I have not done that yet. So I don't have specific goals in mind. But that's what I do because I always write down my goals. I always write down what I want to do for the year. Um, like one last year was once a month, I want to send something to a friend just like anything. Um, mm-hmm. or, or do something unique that somebody wasn't expecting. You know, one thing I left a note for my sister with, um, some food and a bottle of wine in her house and, oh, you so- know, just left a nice little note. And cause I was over there one time and I said, Hey, you know, Just want to say I love you, blah blah blah. Um, You know, I sent Jr. a. Yes,
0: uh, (laughs) I was going to mention it. I I didn't know if you wanted me to or not. I was going to say something. No, no,
1: I sent Jr. uh, a picture (laughs) of Ace Ventura. Um, leaving the rhino's buttocks uh, (laughs) because I remember him telling me he always wanted to have that in his bathroom.
0: Oh yeah. That Uh, was uh, definitely a set piece I wanted hanging up in my, in my bathroom for sure.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's just little stuff like that. What I do, what I would do is I'd write it down and then I'd make sure that I'm following through. But for me, you know, I don't have specific goals, but what I do with my goals is I break them down. I write it down I ask myself, does this align with what I want to do moving forward? Does this align with, you know, the things that I want to do? I obviously have different goals through faith, through fitness, through family, um, you know, and through life. <clears throat> so I really look at all of those four. I spend a lot of time just sitting down and um, plan planning what I want to do. And then throughout the year, I worked the plan and I'm not perfect, but I have seen some pretty cool stuff. Even this year, you know, one of my goals was to knock a bucket list item off. And I was able to do that, which was hike the Appalachian Trail for um, from Springer Mountain to Damascus, which was 471 miles. And um, it, was, it was just really cool to achieve and look back, and see those goals. But I do write them down. So I'm able to look back. And say, oh, that's I, cool. Yeah, you know, I'm, I, I do that, and I want to do that. And um, I do have a buddy too that will allow us to see each other's goals, so that we can uh, keep each other motivated, which is really nice. And we used to have an Excel sheet that we'd keep in there. And I had some crazy. Dang, you're even whipping out the
0: Excel spreads. That's <laughs> we even had some
1: I had some unachievable goals in there too. But you know what I do is one, I get alone by myself for some period of time. Most likely, this time will be uh, a hike. And I believe the hike is going to be on a trail called the Fiery Gizzard Trail. It's amazing. It's in Tennessee. It's beautiful. But it also just allows me to get in my own head, get in my own thoughts, and figure out what I want to do and put it down on a piece of paper. And then I work through each of those goals. And I make sure that they're smart, I make sure that they're achievable. It sounds like a sure
0: spicy they... dish in New Orleans. I'm not going to lie.
1: Fiery Gizzard. I, but I make sure they're achievable. Um, yeah. I make sure they're they're planned out and they have the sub goals within them, um, and uh, they just align with how I want to live my life. Um, so and I don't put too many, you know, you want to put the the top ones on there. So yeah.
0: I think what you said break break down into the components of your life, you know, faith, fitness, uh, you know, life, family, rel- yeah. you know, relationship with God.
1: Yeah, you break them down, and you know, faith is obviously a big portion of it. That's usually the first thing I'll do. Um, But uh, yeah, I I will write them when I have time alone. But I do have one that is always on my list, and it's just always be better than JR at every lift and crossing. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's not too hard to do, (laughs) is it? Get out of here! Yeah!
1: And another goal is to find a pair of jeans that fit my
0: large butt <laughs> Ox. <laughs> man, oh, man, yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you. You may have to start. You know, you know, like certain people have to go to, like, maternity and plus sizes. You may have to start shopping at some special places, you know. You know, or, I'm probably yeah. going to start a brand. <laughs> I'm just going to start a brand called
1: 415, and it's 415. for dudes who can squat over 415.
0: Oh, man, I'm ne- <laughs> I'll i never be able to shop at your store. That's what I should ask when
1: I go into like cold. <laughs> or something. I'm like, hey, you got a pair
0: of jeans that for a guy that can
1: squat over 400? I'm like, have you looked at my butt lately?
0: It is large. <laughs> <laughs> when you speak about lifting, it's the equivalent of someone driving by with a really, really loud muffler. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, very impressive. Very impressive. Very it, impressive. So good. I did, you know, I, I listed a few New Year's resolutions, but mine, I didn't go into depth with like what my life is resolutions would be i really like your point and i think i'm learning a lot from this episode already as we record because you know i hadn't even given that a thought you know in terms of what other areas i wanted to you know excel in i just listed nutrition and fitness i don't know why but uh <laughs> the only two things that came to my mind for those for at least those areas are be able to eat intuitively without gaining back love handles and improve the circumference of my biceps i have been on a rabbit diet for 2 years You know, God love one of my best friends back home in Paducah, Kentucky, Justin Cobb. Uh, I forget uh, what his if he's rebranded or not, but he's starting his stuff again. It's Body by Cobb, is what it used to be. Uh, I think he's going to probably have a new name for his new brand. I'm not quite sure, but his name is Justin Cobb. Anyone listening who wants to have a fantastic nutrition plan, reach out to him. You know, he's on Facebook, he's on all that stuff. So, Justin, I apologize. Probably going to have your uh, inbox with a few uh, things in there. So anyways, I say, let's say my sub goals for those, uh, you know, those things are to keep my sugar as low as possible. And I don't mean blood sugar. I mean, just keep sugar as low as possible in my diet. You know, keep my portions consistent, continue to have greens in each meal, choose healthier options when I'm out and about and eating out, make sure I'm choosing clean carbs like sweet potatoes or brown rice, you know, rather than carbs that come in the form of like McDonald's french fries and stuff like that. Um, Basically, uh, when it comes to protein, go grilled or go home. So like no fried chicken, stuff like that, which is a bummer. Maybe on your cheat days. On my cheat days. I was getting to that. I was getting to that. So eventually, I want to purchase pre-prepped meals for Monday through Thursday when I actually do my dieting, uh, when I have a more steady uh, income stream available. I guess that didn't really preface why I wanted to, to go back to intuitive eating. Like I said, the rabbit diet and and tweaking my carbs and fat intake has been great, and it was kind of a self experiment that just turned into a lifestyle over two and a half years. I'm doing it since two thousand eighteen, and I am just ready to live life again and not focus so much on making twenty eight meals and wasting an entire day. In the kitchen, which is fantastic. If you have a goal and that's your goal, it's worth it. If you really want to get it, you can do it. But anyways, continue to incorporate incorporate, incorporate an arm day at least once a week and uh, eventually get a 35-pound dumbbell. I'm just rocking 50s right now, and uh, my arm circumference uh, is not down to be repping out 50s. So, uh, And also to continue to focus on form during arm movements in my F45 strength, uh, strength day home workouts. So... Those are basically all my nutritional and fitness goals currently for 2021.
1: Uh, yeah, I like them. They all sound good and aligned cool. with your life goals and are
0: smart. Anyways, uh, that's, th- those are pretty much the, you know, <laughs> the morals of today's episode are yeah. uh, about being born again and about how to properly adjust your, your, new, your new Year's resolutions. And you know, I think
1: some people look at news resolutions and they're like, well, what's the statistic? It's so small that the amount of people that actually keep up with them. And this should help you increase that percentage just a little bit. But the way I look at it is if you are able <clears throat> to just change one habit slightly um, for the rest of your life, Even if you don't even notice it, you know, just something that maybe even an eating habit based on, um, you know, trying to eat less sugar or you notice something on the box like, oh, wow, that's a lot of sugar. And now you start looking at sugar on a box like you don't know the repercussion that can that one goal of setting and planning can do, even if you fail it. So don't get discouraged. Um, Don't overwrite goals. But definitely, yeah, I think it's good to have them. I, it is let every let, think,
0: let every experience be a learning opportunity.
1: Yeah, shoot the shot, you know. It's not worth saying oh, I'm not going to hold all my goals. Hey, let's say you have a month of where you drink you're like I want to drink 64 ounces of water, you know? And yeah. The, I tried and, that. And, and I tried
0: the I tried the the 2 gallon water thing for a while who's that? Oh geez. that's a lot of. Or yeah. not 2 gallons. What's the the gallons? <laughs> I mean, the same way no, in no, no, the no. world. But yeah, like let's say you you did that
1: for a month, but then you realize, "Oh, you know, I'm just going to drink a little bit more water." And it and it just changed a little habit. Like, "Oh, I'm, you know, you might not even notice it, but you're actually drinking more water throughout the day." So it's I just think it's good. To write those goals, but also have a why behind everything you do, because you want to know you want to have that why in the back of your head when it's two months in. You're like, why am I not eating sugar today? And you're like, oh well, I want to you know live a fit and healthy lifestyle, and you know I want to improve my fitness in this specific area, oh, right? Man, so. I
0: feel a, I feel a dad joke coming on. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh. You know what the the village people. Their New Year's resolution was what it started out with the why, then it went to the MCA
1: talking about the. Why? He...
0: I'm serious, I'll let myself. Oh, oh. oh man! <laughs> <laughs> it almost wasn't even worth a laugh. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh, I know.
0: Oh, Anyways, we'll, <laughs> we'll go ahead and end on that, dud. So, uh, that's all, folks. So, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Once again, for casting your functional fishnets with us here on the Faith Fit Podcast. Before we go our separate ways, we'd like to invite you to become a permanent member of our gym. The good news is that this invitation won't cost you a single drop-in fee. In just a few steps, you'll have a membership that extends into eternity. That's right. Lifetime Fitness has nothing on us. So uh, tell them more, Chris.
1: Yeah, you know, um, we are actually in John today, and one of the verses in John, it's John three sixteen, really sum, summarizes a lot of this. And it's um, for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And and that's the premise of, of what we do is is God um, walked this earth and died for us and died for our sins and was um, rose again and um, if we believe in Him and have a relationship with Him, we can have that, uh, <laughs> as as Jr says, the uh, the uh, faith foot faith fit gym fitness membership. That's right. It. That's right. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, it's it, you know He offers us uh, eternal life uh, to those who choose Him and confess he, that He is our Lord Savior. It's it's as simple as that. And if it's something that that you do or something that um, you you say to God, you just hey I I I want to know you more and I want to follow you. Definitely let us know, um, you know either through Facebook or um, Instagram or whatever social media device you have, and we'd love to give you some next steps.
0: That's right. You can email us, and we're always here to talk. And we love to make jokes, and we love to you know go through these things. And we usually have our ending and our closing in a similar fashion about you know the membership into our FaithFit gym and all that, but. Uh, On a more serious note, because this is uh, an episode all about being born again, you know, my walk with with God is is somewhat new to me, but it's been absolutely life-changing. And I've experienced more joy doing that and more comfort than I ever had as an agnostic person or walking around not knowing, you know, what the heck is going on in the world and what my life means. Now I have purpose and I have meaning, and I know that comes straight from Jesus. So if you want to experience those things, absolutely, you know, just just ask and, and he will give it that's all that's what it's all about yeah hmm. so anyways so get out there and uh, start casting those functional fish nets. God bless and uh, we hope to hear you back soon. take care. All right, all you quadzillas and lady McBuff's out there. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. If you enjoy our content, want more lifting tips, life advice, or simply to walk closer with the real king of fitness, then follow us on Facebook at faithfitpodcast. You can also check out our Instagram at faithfit If you have an idea for our show or a topic you'd like for us to cover, shoot us an email at faithfitters.pod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you dig our show, feel free to rate and review us so we can continue to mix our pre-workout and Jesus juice for even more listeners. And remember, if the Bible is our daily bread, then let's get our carb load on. God bless.